You know, it's a hard fact to accept sometimes that maybe some of your favorite shows aren't totally truthful. Especially as a kid when you love them so much they get catchy songs and you think, yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall's very sensitive to the fact that they have altered Blue's Clues into the new 21st century. Yeah, it infuriates me. Specifically, we just got a letter to we just got an email. I hate it. AJ likes to sing it randomly. I do. And it just like sends me into a fit of rage. How dare you? Stop it. Because I know you're saying email in your brain. I am saying email in my brain. Ugh. However, one of the uh, uh, I, I, one of the confusing things is, uh, for those not familiar with Blue's Clues, there's a bunch of fun characters. I haven't seen the new one, but in the classic one, including Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper, who lived in the house. And they, once upon a time, one of the special episodes, had a baby. They did. And that baby was Paprika. Yes. And I always thought... Ah, okay, so salt and pepper together make paprika. Heads up, they don't. They, as a matter of fact, do not make paprika. You know what does make paprika? Roasted peppers. Roasted red peppers. And did I know that? No. So anytime I cook any kind of, uh, I don't know, taco seasoning, taco sauce-like thing, I cut up my red peppers, and then I season it in paprika. So I'm over there seasoning my red peppers with red peppers. Because I didn't even know that that's what paprika was. Because in my brain, I was like, oh, okay, salt and pepper. Don't worry. I figured out that it's not salt and pepper because, you know, it's like not the same color and it doesn't smell the same or whatever. But still. You know, my favorite mistake I made, this said, uh, you ever seen wrestling with, uh, the, I think it's usually Japanese wrestlers that do it, but they do like some kind of mist. Uh -huh. This bit of mist or whatever. So I, you know, back in the day, this is before you had the big circles, right, where you could pour it out and mix that in the Kool-Aid. We had the, pa the packets, the 10-cent mm -hmm. packets. You get two 10-cent packets, dump them in, gallon of water with some sugar. Mm -hmm. I thought, same thing. I'm going to put this in my mouth. And I'm going to blow this cool mist that I've seen in wrestling. Yeah. Kool-Aid packets, obviously, since you, it takes two of those things, or maybe it's four, to make a gallon, are obviously super concentrated. So I poured it in my mouth, and I felt my mouth, like, concave in on yeah. itself because it is, oh, oh, sour. She's strong. Oh. That one was rough. I, it was like putting my face under a fire hydrant because I ate something really spicy, except I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, if I don't do this now, my face is going to suck itself into itself. I don't know what's going on. My head's just going to disappear. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know, luckily, McCall, one of the things I think that terrifies me a bunch about uh, having kids, small detail, because there's lots of goes to having kids, but right. everything is so digital now, right? Last, I got activated a new credit card last night. It was like, put it on Google Pay, so then I just have it on my phone and can just click, 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 right? done, right. I am so concerned. Like, I have a little, little goddaughter who is so smart. Kids, if the, more, the further we get ahead in the future, kids just get better and better at technology. And it would terrify me to have stuff like at one touch, because... Who knows, at any given time, they'd be like, yeah, right, purchase Amazon, <laughs> yeah, Amazon okay. eBay, because it's all right there. McCall, though, doesn't necessarily see an issue with one kid doing exactly that and blowing some serious cashola on popsicles. Yeah. When you're a kid, it's easy. You're going to grow up, you're going to get adult money, then you're going to buy all the junk food that you couldn't have whenever you wanted as a kid, and you're going to be set for life. That's right. Ask the McCall Taylor. She really tried to implement that plan. I lived on Otter Pops and Pizza Rolls. AJ McCall on VFX. As such, I think it makes sense.
that recalls at least somewhat in support of a kid who decided to spend some serious coin on just popsicles. SpongeBob popsicles. How dare you? Not just popsicles. Okay. My bad. SpongeBob popsicles. Do they supposedly taste better? I don't know. My mom never let me get them because they were too much money. Oh. So that doesn't necessarily mean they're better. I tell you what, though, I went and got frozen yogurt the other day. Not bad. I had a I bomb love- pop. Uh-huh. Uh, not bad. I but love that's Froyo. what I would get. I would get Bob Pops. So, yeah. so this kid is four years old. He dropped twenty six hundred dollars on Amazon. That's a lot on SpongeBob popsicles, which is like the equivalent of like nine hundred and eighteen popsicles or something along those lines. That's fine. Okay, you get that done in like two weeks. No big deal. If they're at your disposal, done. So they ended up like opening up a GoFundMe. Because they were like, can we get a refund? And they said, no. So they're like, help, basically. I don't remember if it was them that opened up the GoFundMe. Somebody opened up a GoFundMe for them, though. And they were like, hey, let's let's fix this for these people. They ended up, like, raising five grand. <laughs> I was like, what in the, what in the world? What okay? kind of lesson does that set for kids now? All right, spend twenty six hundred dollars. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hot Wheels, Yu Gi Oh cards. Everyone whatever will pay your you back. Is. It'll be fine. It's good. But here's the thing: if I had a if I had a a kid and my my child decided they were going to drop twenty six hundred dollars on popsicles, I would first of all be like furious, but second, Love I'd it. I'd be like, oh no, now we have popsicles. <laughs> oh rats. That sounds like, what, what, have you seen that, uh, I think it's a Wingstop commercial, right? It's the teacher, and the guy comes up to the door, who ordered Wingstop? Lemon pepper wings? Yeah, all right, I'll take those. All right, I'll take those. those like, it's oh, that. What? That's exactly what it would be. It's ridiculous. It would be very much reprimanding, because don't ever do it again. But then I would also be like, <laughs> I got popsicles. This <laughs> <laughs> kid's living out. What did we expect from my child? For real? That's true. Yeah. No, that's fair. You're right. No, that's it's probably right on course with whatever potential child you have. Yeah. Be like, ah, rats. How dare you? Oh, these, oh, oh. these are You know what? As punishment, awful. you're going to have to not eat any of these for these, a week. These are all mine for a week. I just don't even know at that point. Like, it, does the mom turn around and try and sell them? Like, can you be a certified SpongeBob popsicle dealer i think as long as you don't make a big deal about it because i think most of that stuff says like not for individual resale on the bottom but mm. like you're like Pfft. you could donate some of them and write it off probably yeah maybe there's a school event or maybe like a preschool thing or something yeah uh, can can you take outside snacks i have no idea i don't either i mean they'll i'm sure ask they're a, still wrapped asking the wrong parent here mccall <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're pro uh, apparently spending twenty six hundred dollars on snacks now. I never thought I'd see the day. I guess I'm not that good, not as much an adult as I thought I was. Dude, I have so many snacks in my house. Not twenty six hundred dollars worth. Probably like yet five hundred, but soon. I don't really know that there's really five hundred. I feel like that's a that's a very very large jump. There's no doubt that I'm adult. Look no further than the fact that yesterday McCall was telling us how she's not a Snoopy neighbor. Because just because a sheriff rolled into her neighborhood and she saw it doesn't mean anything. Once upon a time, I caused Snoopy neighbors. Oh. I got the cops called on me. I was not at fault. Okay. I am not a troublemaker. I don't care the fact that the cops were called on me. I did not deserve it when I was just trying to go to my eighth grade dance. Okay. 
AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. My parents were divorced in middle school, and my mom did not live in town. So one of the weekends that fell on her time was the eighth grade dance, and then the next day we were supposed to go to a band competition. Well, we arranged it so that I could stay with a friend of mine, an old childhood friend, who lived just a few blocks away, so I could walk up to the dance. Mm-hmm. I'd come back. He was in band. We'd get up early the next day, and we'd both go. So the Friday comes around. I leave with him, with his mom. We take a friend of his home. We go to the grocery store. We get breakfast. We get donuts that we're going to have in the morning, right? So everything's copacetic. Everything's set up. I get home. Uh, I should note, this is in the age of not cell phones. Right. So I get Very I, important. Yeah, obviously. So I get to his house. We sit down. And I get a call from uh, my dad. My dad finally able, he calls, has been calling, I guess, the house the whole time. And I pick it up. He goes, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at Caleb's house. He goes, where have you been? And I was like, uh, we went to take someone home, and we went to go, like, we're just, I've been with Caleb. Right. Well, your mom's looking for you. She thinks you ran away. And I'm like, what? She set this up. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a knock at the door. My mom's in tears, mm-hmm. hysterical, mm-hmm. and a cop has come with her because she had reported that I had run away. Oh, nice. I got in trouble. <laughs> I got told that I was acting out and running away, and I was like, I'm supposed to be here tonight. It's not like I was like, didn't tell anybody. Be like, See ya. Deuces. I'll be back never. I didn't get to go to the dance, which is the only dance I missed in middle school. It was semi-formal. Everything else, you know, middle school dance. It was just like, hey, show up, and nobody really dances. You just kind of stand with your friends and talk for a little bit. That, yes. Yeah. I didn't get to go to the dance. I did get to go to the performance, but then I had to stay at my grandparents' house where apparently an air conditioner has not been invented yet. And it right. was 150 freaking degrees. Nice. <sighs> get roasty toasty. How is it that that event got set up? I was supposed to stay there. None of these details have been altered to protect my identity or innocence. <laughs> and somehow a cop got called and I was, I ran away. How dare you run away? Best part about it was that in, high, in school in general, Rumors run amok. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the cop, a cop did show up, but it went from a cop showing up to I was arrested to I got tasered because I was resisting arrest, to which I changed nothing because I was like, that's great. Pass right. around. All of whatever. that happened. You whatever can you have said, that. Yeah. I ran, got tasered, fell in the pool, whatever. It all happened. Yep. Just Day like school. they said. So needless to say, he lived in a cult a cul-de-sac too, by the way. So everyone's a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. <laughs> Peaceful little neighborhood. Broken up by the call of a hysterical mom crying and an officer shows up to take a kid away. It's not their kid either. <laughs> Somebody uh, else's kid. Yeah. So, what did that kid do? Did I, they kidnap that I, kid? I wonder. Yeah, it's either that or am I a legend in that cul-de-sac and be like, who was that kid? Why did they take him away? You probably were for a couple of weeks. I didn't even think about that. The talk of the cul-de-sac. I had trouble with self, uh, with confidence and, and all that growing up. I should have I just... Wandered back to that neighborhood anytime I needed a mood boost. But yep. You better stay in your wow, house. Oh, there he is. Who knows what I'm capable of, but I'm back. That's what they would do. Golf clap. <laughs> so I have had the cops called on me before. That nice. has happened. Nice. I don't think I've ever had the cops called on me before. Next time somebody's like, oh, you're just good at tuition. And none. Oh, contraire. I had the cops show up at my house once. <gasps> what did you do? Nothing. They knocked at like 2.30 in the morning. No, they knocked at like 2.30 in the morning. We were, I was over at my mom's house in Brigham City, and uh, she had just gotten divorced, and we were living there, and he came and knocked at the door at 2.30. My mom opens the door. There's a cop there. She's like, um, hello. Extreme seriousness. He's like, did you leave your door open on your car? And my mom's like, no. He's like, well, the light's on. So I just wanted to let you know, because sometimes people get like broken into that way and whatever. Very and nice so of him. then my mom was like, 
Why did you wake me up at 2.30 in the morning? You knock on my door at 2.30 in the morning. I think someone's dead. That's true. I mean, I'm jumping to the exact same. I was already jumping to the same conclusions, and it's not 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, thankfully, that cop saved my battery on my Ford Focus. That, that car, piece of junk. I hated it. It was terrible. It sucked. I'm glad I sold it when I did. Cop could have just let that one die. Would have been Totally. Fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Somebody's. Oh, no. Oh, no. Whatever will it. I do? I'm going to figure out a way, I think, to get the police department to help me get the cops called on your house. That's mean. Why would you do that? Because it's called being friends. They have bigger things to worry about. Uh, yes, they do. That's why I'm going to find a slow time in crime. I'm going to be like, hey, crime, <laughs> heads up. Take a, take a fiver. I need a prank. I need to do a prank look with the, the cops. Look into this uh, traffic, traffic cam. Uh, it's like the equivalent of like, hey, 2 a.m., nobody's on the roads. Okay, great. So That is the best time June I think I could send your way. Yeah. June 14th, nothing. Great. I saw a tweet the other way, speaking of which, it said the uh, it said something along the lines of the week of Mother's Day, statistics have shown that crime is down. I don't know if this is real, but I thought it was hilarious. And then someone, then they followed up. It's like, I can't believe we're not following up on all those mothers that are committing crimes normally. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Friday in Florida is terrible because it means they're heading into the weekend, you know, when people blow off some steam in Florida and it gets worse. Here it's great because we catch one more criminal. We get to take a That's break right. from the stupidity. Integra Financial Services Florida, not with AJ McCall on VFX. What are the three headlines, please? Well, we got headline number one. A movie theater manager got busted for selling cocaine from the concession stand. Good gosh. And you thought the popcorn was terribly oh, overpriced. No, she, she'd put it in the popcorn. Oh. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy shot fireworks at his neighbor's house. That's not nice. He, he got busted for drugs. <laughs> That's, of course, how we all thought that story was going to end. And then story number three. Some guy heard hockey fans yelling, shoot, shoot, and thought it was a gun. So they called the cops. Right. Really? Yep. Re- <laughs> wow. So there you go. Three crazy I, stories. Wow. How about the uh, the Swerve McCall pulled on us? Guy shoots fireworks at his house, and then he gets busted for drugs. Because yeah. like all the movies all the time are like, oh, you should, you should stop my mom. She smokes cigarettes all the time. Uh, they got her cigarettes. Now she's killed by a giant crab. Yeah. What? Wow, dang. Holy cow. AJ McCall on VFX. I mean, come on, Jeff. You were totally swerved by that. You totally didn't expect it, right? No. Exactly. McCall's throwing out twist innings here, and it's already tough enough to figure out which stupid Florida's story's Florida. <sighs> Integra Financial Services, Florida, not a VFX. Three full stories, please. Okay, so we got story number one. Finally found a justification for the ridiculous price of popcorn at the movie theaters because a movie theater manager <laughs> got busted for selling cocaine from the concession stand. Um... No, so so, it, so that's got to be the extra salt, right? Like, do you yeah. want the do you want the popcorn or do you want the popcorn with the extra salt? salt? Some poor <laughs> human walked in and was like, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> wow." Uh, Thirty nine years old, she could be facing up to twenty years in prison. I'm sure they had a second meeting somewhere, but wouldn't anybody be surprised when like the first person walked up and their popcorn was twelve dollars, the next person walked up and their popcorn was two hundred dollars? It was one hundred dollars. Yeah. An undercover cop went in to go get a <laughs> bag of popcorn with it. Something stand out to that to anybody? Bam, arrested. The There's story one. Story number two, some guy got caught uh with drugs after some guy called the cops because he wouldn't stop shooting fireworks at his house. 
It's like, please, <laughs> please stop shooting fireworks at my house. What kind of fireworks? The shooty kind. I don't know. Well, the point That's is, all like, I got. There's bottle rockets. There's rum and candles. Maybe there's the big mortars. The mortars are like, no, if it's bottle rockets. They're annoying. I don't know. It just says, just says he wouldn't stop shooting fireworks in the neighbor's house. So he got arrested. And then we got story number three. Someone called the cops last week because they heard their neighbors yelling, shoot, shoot. I dare you to shoot, shoot. And they were nervous because they were like, ah, you know, danger. Well, it turns out they were watching a hockey game. They were screaming at the players to shoot the puck. Obviously. Shoot the puck. What did he think? There's some kind of standoff going in there, like uh, those dudes that do the Malk skit. Malk. Oh, God. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't there. know, dude. I don't know. Fortunately, everyone laughed it off. The people who called the cops even wound up buying some beer for the neighbors, said That's they fair. were sorry. That's fair. They were just nervous. They wanted to make sure everyone was safe. So, good job, guys. There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, okay. With that being said, Jeff, uh, I kind of like story number one. I got to be honest, uh, just because I, again, I feel like it should be pretty odd. I know, I know concessions are expensive, but I like to think wherever that was, fingers crossed, maybe Florida, that nobody walked up and was like, that popcorn will be $100. And everybody's like, man, yeah, but why is it so expensive? <laughs> but that being said, what story do you think it is? I'd say story three. You like three. See, that's interesting because I, I don't think it's two because there's just not enough to it. But story uh, three, technically no crime was committed. It's funny, though, just because McCall and I have been talking about cops. Just, I mean, literally, what, 20 minutes ago, I was like, I'm going to get the cops called at McCall's house. <sighs> what? All right. You know, gut instinct. I, I, McCall's been channeling tons of intuition here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume everybody else is, too, because I ain't got any of it. Uh, you sure? You want to go story number three? Yeah. All right, your call. Ultimately, I'm just here to guide you. It's your decision. McCall, is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I for sure thought it was number one. I mean, let's be honest, AJ. If somebody's yelling, shoot, shoot, in your neighbor's house in Florida, don't you think maybe you'd call the cops? No, actually. I wouldn't. In Florida. In Florida. Yes. Eh. Yeah, you would. Eh. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All right. Congratulations to Jeffy with the Integra Financial Services, Florida.vfx. We can actually get a little more because in Florida, maybe. I've never lived in Florida, so maybe my attitude would change. Maybe once you cross the border, you just immediately start getting more paranoid. You're like, what was that? But that being said, the re- I'll tell you the reason why if I heard someone shouting t- tonight, if I went home tonight and my upstairs neighbor was, shoot, shoot, I dare shoot. I wouldn't call the cops. Well, I wouldn't call the cops because I thought he was shooting someone. I might call the cops if he does it for a while. And I'm like, all right. this. Hey, bud. Shut him up. Shoot. Shoot. I dare you to shoot. Oh AJ, call the cops. Now they're just doing something. I don't know. Sports. AJ and McCall on VFX. That was the Florida Not Story. That was uh, the winning story. It was neighbors called the cops after they heard that a bunch. And they were just watching a hockey game. McCall said, wouldn't you call the cops if you're in Florida? Maybe if I lived in Florida, I became increasingly more paranoid. Yeah. But I tell you right now, if I went home tonight, my neighbor did that. I would not call the cops unless he did it for like an hour and a half, maybe an hour, maybe uh-huh. 45 minutes. I don't know. It depends on what, how much sleep I get later this afternoon. But no, I wouldn't. And the reason why is because I play video games and I, as a video game oh, player, boy. yell at the TV. I, I look, I used to live. This is <laughs> a stupid story. 
I used to live uh, with my old roommate. We used to live in this tiny place in, in my hometown called Pheasant Run. It's like the they're not they're not terrible, but they're they're like the cheap apartments. They're the decent cheap apartments. So like a lot of college kids live there, and a lot of people live there post whatever. Uh huh. So they're they're tiny. You're bunched in with a lot of people. And one night we're playing, and so we start yelling because we're playing video games as we do. And then it starts to become a challenge. We're gonna see who yells the loudest because we're both getting mad. And <laughs> The next day, no, none of that shows up. Nobody called the cops. There was no noise complaint. We didn't get a little note on our door. Nothing. We're like, wow. Wow. Nobody complained. That's not crazy. Interesting. So then the next night we played, and long story short, he got really mad, and he threw his headset. So all everybody heard was, this is a bunch of crap, and then nothing. But then I heard him still shouting because our rooms were next to each other. So I'm still talking to everybody, and I'm losing it because he is shouting, but he threw his headset so <laughs> disconnected from talking to everybody. But no, long story short, I wouldn't because I'm a gamer. I've been there. I've been yelling, and I've never had the cops called on me. So, ipso facto, I have to return the favor. And for sporting fans, which my upstairs neighbors are, I've never heard them yell about it, but they're, they told us. Uh-huh. And video games, nope. Now, their kid running around constantly, and that warranted me getting like the broom out maybe and one, thinking about going tunt, 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 against the ceiling. Hey, haven't hey, done hey. it, but I've thought about it. Well, I'm glad that you haven't done it. Because I feel like you would probably make the neighbors angry. I feel like she totally measured herself there to be like, he's full of crap, but I'm going to applaud him for saying that he hasn't done it. Yep. I'm not going to call the cops for a little noise. Okay. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying you wouldn't, but you definitely like tippy, tippy, tap, tap. I haven't done that either. You're joking. Yet. Mm. Yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it yet. Look, the weather's nice, so I'm, except this weekend, unfortunately, it figures. They go outside and run. I have to deal with the noise outside the window. But what am I going to do about that? They're in their yard. I'm going to call the cops like, hey, my neighbors are in their yard next to my window, and it's really annoying. Please do something about it. No! I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> cops got better things to do. I also right. don't want to end up in a news story. Some idiot calls because kid plays in yard. Yep. You can see it now all over Cash Valley Daily. Local DJ. Old curmudgeon, AJ Knight. <laughs> <sighs> this is probably not a great thing to say, post let's not call the cops on each other but i i i just want to know that there's someone else out there like me mccall and i've talked about the call of the void before and we know that there are people out there i did a, a thing on it that i i don't even think i ever got it to post it yet but like 50 percent of people experience it mm-hmm. and just real quick if you don't know what the call of void is it's that urge when you're just doing stuff to be like oh i'm gonna drive off this cliff you don't do it but your brain's like what if you did i think there's another version of that that i'm i want to find someone else who feels the same as i do where you just want to know certain things. You're not going to do them because they're not right to do, but you, you want to know. The call of the void is real. McCall has it. I have it. We've leveled about it. I've written about it. AJ McCall at VFX. We've had the thought, not the urge. I think there's a big difference because urge, you're like tempted to do it. Thought is just something your brain's just like, hey, by the way, did you consider that you could drive off this bridge right now? And then my brain's like, oh, rude. Why would yeah. we do that? You don't do it, but that's what the call of void is. Yep. I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to call it the call to avoid curiosity. Okay. There are things you want to know that you think about in your brain, but you don't do. Like, for instance, there's plenty of times I'm in conversations with people and I'm just standing there and I'm listening. It's not that I'm drifting off because I don't think the call of avoid is ever drifting off. It's just your brain is activating in itself in the background. And all of a sudden it goes, what if you punch that person in the face? In my brain, I'm like, hmm. That's, I don't a, that's do a thought. It. I don't clench my fist. I don't step towards them. I don't even make them do, I don't flint, uh, pump fake and make him hit him twice for flinching you don't do any of that but it does it but my brain has lots of those like 
I want to know how far I can throw a hamster. I feel like they are ergonomically shaped to my hand that I could really just fling them and get them going. I'm not going to do it. It's not like I'm going to wander down to a pet store and be like, hey, you got any hamsters available? I just want to test one out. <laughs> just back and forth, back and forth. Woo! No. I would like to know how far I could throw a kid. Well, maybe the situation would arise and be like, hey, can you throw them this far? I don't know. I've never had the opportunity to. Maybe maybe you're in a uh, in a hot house. It's, there's fire. Yeah. And you got to... You gotta, do it to take care of the child. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to. It's not gonna like, go up to my friend like Ptolemy's got a kid. And hey, Ptolemy, just let's let's just kid. let's just do this step by step. Like let's start three feet apart and then five and let's see how this goes. And then when it's like, ooh, that was close, then we'll stop and I'll be like, all right, approximately six feet I could throw a four a two year old. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would be awful. I'm n I I cannot be the only one that feels this way. I don't know what it is. I just call the void curiosity. There's just things your brains come up with and you're like what if I punted a cat? How far could I punt a cat? Oh my gosh. Like, what if there was a rabid baby bobcat and I needed to punt it? That's you need so to know the distance. Hey, no, that's not so random because it was just in Salt Lake no, like two said, weeks ago. I said it's mean. I'm not saying, well, this is a life or death situation. What if it's attacking it's a kid? It's a baby cat. What if it's attacking a kid? My, see, that's not like mine. My brain is like, hey, could I eat 47 marshmallows right now? See, that to me, it's not the same, because do it. I don't have, have like, it. yeah, yeah, but I don't have, mine's not, like, violent. <laughs> Yours is, like, violent. Mine's like, hey, could I eat two bags of flaming Hot Cheetos? Do it. The answer is no, I can't, by the way. I've tried that one before. <laughs> I don't know what's stopping you from doing that. Too many, well, I don't know what's stopping you from doing that. Because uh, I'm a decent human <laughs> being, I'm not going to run around punting cats. <laughs> My brain just is like, hey, how far do you think you could kick that cat? And I'm like, I don't know, brain. Who That's would know really that? Mean. Nobody in the world knows how far they could punt a cat. I'm reminded of the, the, it's a little dicky song that's, it's like Earth, I think is what it's called. Yeah. It's like 15 minutes long. Yeah. I don't think it's, maybe it's not Earth. I don't remember. It's, but Earth is like nine minutes long. The music video is. Oh, least. not that one. It's a different one that is like your brain's like doing different things in the background. It's yeah. that song, that song in my brain yeah. that's going on. That's what mine is. It's call of the void curiosity. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to do it. You just Your brain's just like, hey, what if? There's no way I'm the only one. 68255. Start your text with VFX. You can leave it anonymous if you want. If you don't want to confess, it's because over here. Like, AJ's a terrible person. <laughs> He's constantly thinking about punning cats. It's not how it works. But sure, I've thought about it. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I've thought about... Really, I wish I had magneto powers, honestly, and I could move cars because then park narcs would not be an issue anymore. I'd just be like, whoop, bam, drop See it ya. back down. Mm, goodbye. Alas, it is an issue because I don't have magneto powers. Ah, oh, rude. <laughs> I know. <sighs> McDonald's meals, Aquatech car wash on the line. Let's see what we've got for the nominees again this week because there's still a little bit of time to vote. By the way, McCall... I have at least two friends, well, one friend and one Solution Meister, Pearson, Solution Meister. Solution Meister. Whatever. I like that uh, name better. We had a text in from uh, last 46046, says you can practice throwing kids in the pool at different links anyway. Genius. Yeah. It's a way to satisfy my curiosity. And and, and then the kid has fun. Yes. I think just, as long as you have like, you know, the kid's like, yes, please. Yes. The problem is also along those lines, I don't know enough people that have kids. So it's not like I can walk up and be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> hey, can I throw your kid? Thanks. <laughs> hey, a little experiment. Can I just see how far I can throw your kid in the pool? Great. <laughs> and then uh, four, uh, 4613 said 1,000% have thought about punting a cat. <laughs> 
told you, there's more people out there with the call of the void curiosity than you want to admit. Probably. <laughs> Park narks on VFX, which is definitely a source of my uh, call of the void curiosity because I wish I had magneto powers. And I just see myself going, go. Blick. Yep. Nominee number one. It's fine. I'm still here. Mines don't mean anything. Clearly someone who says if I'm sitting in the car, this stripy rectangle means nothing to me. I'm in the car. All I have to do is put it in drive. Like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't parked. I wasn't I was parked. driving very slowly. That's right. That's all I was doing. <sighs> Dumb. Lame. Nominee number two. But if I don't want to park in the lines, then I'm not going to. Van, nose out in the part where everybody drives through. Parked on two spots. Just all sorts of wrong. Just wrong on three sides. Please don't ever do that again. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, that would solve a lot of these problems. If you could just never do these things yeah. again, that would be great. I keep thinking maybe one day we'll stop getting people double parked. And then I go to the store. <laughs> I dream of a world where people are not double parked. And Park I, in the parking space. I can find out how far I can throw a kid. No. Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm talking about this having this call of the void, this like morbid curiosity, basically, right? Uh-huh. And don't get me wrong, I am just as much akin as anyone to tune out and zone out and space case and all of that. Uh-huh. But I don't know, like when you're parked, obviously you're probably space casing, but how do you like in either of these situations? Nominee number one, how do you park right there, right in front of the store? I'd be like, Yeah, okay. see me. John Cena over here. John Cena! Or in the case of number two, you park with your nose way the heck out. I don't know, when you open your front door and you're in traffic, how you're like, that's good, it's fine. Yeah, I I got nothing. Vote. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, because remember, we started our partnership with McDonald's, so a few days each week, uh, we will have McDonald's meals to give away. The winner gets them today, but throughout the week, if you vote or submit Park Narc nominees, you can also win. So vote for the parking spot is the most annoying. Utah's VFX, where you can also send your Park Narc nominees. It's probably not appropriate to ask this question fresh off of spending like 10 minutes now talking about potentially throwing kids just to find out how far I could do it. Uh-huh. But sometimes, McCall, you want to see people, but you don't want to host. Right. And it's not so much that you don't want to host because like you're being snobby or like, no, you can't come to my house, but your house is a wreck. Or, in my case, my house isn't baby-proof. Is that a reason that I can bail on hosting? Ooh. I was already looking for validation this morning. Hope you're ready for a double dose because I need it. Oh, dang it. AJ's head's going to get so big. Well, validation, it's not validation like, I was right. More validation like, he's not crazy. Oh, okay. That's fine then. With the voices in my head. Right. AJ and McCall on VFX. So, here's the deal. Let's be honest. It, it sometimes our house falls in disrepair. And yeah. company can be the quickest cure to what ails that. So Ashley and I have this arrangement with a friend of ours where basically we go back and forth. They host, we host, and uh, the whoever's hosting provides dinner, and we just go back and forth. And, you know, it's, So it's perpetually ever going, so we see each other. Ashley and I haven't hosted yet because we had a couple gift cards. We're like, hey, do you guys want to go out to eat? Because who's going to turn down free food? So our two or three times it was our turn, we took them out to eat. Um, but we don't have any more gift cards, so now it's our turn to host. However, said friend has a kid. Okay. And kid is well-behaved. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. He's a great kid. But is a toddler. Right. Very exploratory, very yeah. mobile, kind of kind of, kind of dangerous. Just Fun. For the sake yeah. of being a toddler. Learning. Magic. Everything's magic until it's not. 
Yeah. Our house is very extremely not baby-proof. Okay. There's there's bottles of certain things that can be grabbed. We've collected art. We've collected fragile things from around the world since we've done our travels and stuff like that. It's just I, I don't think it's very baby-proof because we haven't had to. Not to mention it's still a wreck. We need to clean it. My question is, in my search for validation, is am I a terrible person if I say, hey, look, we're going to do dinner. It's our turn. But is it cool if we, like, just... Go at your guys' place. You guys host, but we'll we'll provide all the food. Is that unfair? Mm, I think if you have a conversation about it, no. I think if you're just like... As opposed to us just showing up and be like, hey, we know you guys were no, coming over, but we beat you here. No. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> no, I, I feel like if you if you have a conversation and say, hey, this is these are our concerns, et cetera, I think that's fine. Otherwise, they're like... Why is it that they never want to host? Like, that's where you get into, like, worrisome. So um, I have a group of friends that we, like, get together. Right. And it, the cards have fallen unwell <laughs> for me hosting. I have yeah, host, a ghost in your house. I have off. No, I have offered yes, to host. Is. Well, probably. But I have offered to host a couple of times. Right. And every time it's just, like, fallen through. And then I feel like at this point I can't be, like... Yeah, come on over. So you say what I think you're saying? Are you saying that I should just bring my friend over to your place and you can just host for the both of us? No, but whatever, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a gaming system if you want to play games. We're not playing games. We're well, getting I together to chit I don't know what chit- you do. I don't come with you when you go. Look, work wife, not home wife. I don't care what you said. That was the most insulting thing ever because I know what you do when you do your get-togethers because I listen. You didn't tell me what you do when you do get your kids together. You know what? Uh, you no, play I'm games. Done. Can I come no, play games? You're shunned. How dare we you? We do play games. Uh, the Thermo Fisher poll <laughs> of the day. Have you ever passed on hosting an event because your house wasn't ready? 73% said, of course. Yeah. Sounds like an adult thing. I don't know. It's, it is. It's, it's very, it feel, I just feel, you know, get that childish guilt where like, it's not wrong or anything, but you're like, I feel bad. Like, I feel kind of jerky. I do. Oh. I, 73% I though say, no, nah, AJ, you're in the clear. Sort of. Yay, validation. That being said, uh, McCall may have some more company here soon, so maybe I ought to take the opportunity to possibly crash your house before it gets extremely crowded. That being said, you would think if you're going to have a new permanent <laughs> resident, you'd plan a little better. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> By the way, he was in uh, Disney World, I think, Wednesday. Uh-huh. He looks terrible with dreads. I know. it's not a It's not a good look for him, and especially after he's been, you know, Called out, educated multiple times, and he's like, "Yeah, he's not feeling it." No, Justin Bieber on VFX was uh, one of his latest peaches. AJ and McCall. So, uh, by the way, I got a I got a message from a friend of ours who said, uh, "Heads up, uh, as a as a parent of multiple kids, uh, I am like way more on guard about keeping my kids out of other people's stuff when they go visit friends. So, I think parents need to keep a closer eye on their kids so there's no stress level." Mm. And I'm with it. I'm not saying that I think my friends are terrible parents or anything. I'm just. My house is super not kid friendly, and I think just the slightest thing that you couldn't even mad, like just a bump of something, which you're not gonna yell at a kid about. It's an accident, it could cause an accident, or he just falls into something or touches it. Yeah, just easier I think to not be the host. And I don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about it. done. That being said, if you're having a permanent resident move in. I'm talking about a get together. You had a permanent resident get, get come moving in. Uh, I think you ought to be prepared. You ought to think of some things. If there's a ghost in your house, you'd say something. Maybe you have a plunger just in case, because now there's two dudes that live in the house. Yeah. 
Maybe just maybe have your bedroom that you're moving into probably set up so you have a place to sleep. I don't know. In your own house. That's. I think that's a great concept. It's not, though. <laughs> so yesterday, my my friend Shasta came over and she was uh, she cleans up my house and I was so unprepared because by this point in time, I was expecting to have our bedroom moved from the upstairs to the downstairs. Surprise! Shouty! It's not. It's upstairs still. So I got to do something about that. Probably tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I mean, hopefully before Sunday. Preferably soon. That's when that's when Dustin's little brother is moving in. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you, McCall. Uh, my uh, sound advice in this, and I thought long and hard about this, is get on it. Yeah, I think that's a great concept. I'm you know, not gonna. I'm just, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> hey, so you're moving in, but we didn't really move the bed, so. Dude, I gotta move you're in the so garage. much. Thing is, is that like, I gotta move so much more stuff downstairs. Dustin's not home right now. Like, he'll be home tonight, but I couldn't move it yesterday because I'm like, here, sorry, sorry, I gotta carry this really long table. It's really long. It holds my TV. I gotta carry it by myself. Thanks. Desperation brings inspiration. You'll figure out a way to get it home real fast in a hurry if you need to. What by home and me downstairs. Do? Yeah, I was. What am I gonna do? Here, you open slide the door. The watch out, and you dogs. Push it down. And then what? That's the problem. Now it's downstairs. Yeah. Well, my it's blocked. I can't go anywhere because of the way that the stairs come. The stairs come down. There's a back door. So obviously, it's just gonna go out the back door. Into the backyard, then I'm like, SOL. <laughs> my door is now knocked off of its hinges. That was my only solution. Well. You should have thought ahead. Thanks. This is your fault. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so now I got to move everything around. Everything. I'll probably do that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. We, uh, we've we definitely taken our time to, to, to shout out that you should pay a little bit more attention, do something a little extra special for mom this week with Mother's Day coming up. Uh, also, that I think it's only fair to, you know, round out the humility, which is to talk about the most embarrassing mom moment. Oh, yeah. Which, let's be honest, is not a punishment for mom because, I don't know about your mom, my mom loves telling embarrassing stories. I don't know about my mom. I think my mom's just like, man, they're stories. You know, originally this thought crossed my mind that this was going to be a little bit of a humbling experience for mom, you know, just to balance out all the emotions going into Mother's Day weekend. But now I think it's just another gift. Oh. AJ and McCall for the Automakers Group Debate today, because my mom loves telling embarrassing stories. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that being said, I guess, here you go, mom, pre-gift. Um, look, it's only natural growing up, right? Parents are definitely going to embarrass their kids. It's the order of life. Yes. It's going to happen. Yes. My dad's. My dad often says that that's his favorite thing. <laughs> so, I mean, take that for what it's worth. That's great. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it's my mom's favorite, too, because I think the most embarrassing story from my childhood was that we had missionaries come to our door. And my mom decided to invite them in because my mom is generally very polite to all passerbyers. She's uh-huh. picked up plenty of uh, hitchhikers across aside the road uh, to her husband's dismay. But they came in, and I have no idea because I'm in probably fifth grade, I believe. So I'm like 10. And my mom decides these two young gentlemen look nice with their, their slacks and their sh- shirts and their button downs and their ties, right? They need to hear about this 10-year-old's love life. <laughs> because at about that time... A girl in my grade, actually a grade above me, I believe, that had a crush on me. She wrote me notes. You know, back in the day when we didn't have phones, everybody right. remembers those. Did you do the really fun, like, foldy fold thing? Oh, man, with the I little, learned how like... to do the one eventually where you 
you folded it into a big L and then you folded it all together so it looked like a stamp. That was the one I would oh, learn how to cool. do. Yep. Ask me how to do it now. No idea. But I'm I know I get a piece of paper because I want to learn how to. I want to. I want to fold papers. Okay, keep going though. <laughs> so she wrote me notes. My mom decided these missionaries are the right kind of people to not only show the notes but read some of the notes to. Mm, romantic. To which I, as a five-year-old who is, it's five-year-old, ten-year-old who's already <laughs> awkward as it is and right. will be for the next probably in my life six years. I think it took me to kind of grow out of that a little bit. Uh, not happy about this because mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. I don't want to share that. I already don't like the fact that my mom has the notes. Mm-hmm. So I, I red in the face. I had to look just fire hydrant red. I grabbed and ran away. I tore them up. I destroyed the notes oh. on the spot. Oh, why are you telling missionaries? Is what they had to, this is before the 18, right? So it'd be like right. 20, early 20s. And this crazy lady's like, hey, let's talk about my 10 year old. Here's like, my 10 year old writing letters. Oh, so sweet. How did the conversation uh, remotely steer that way? Wow, so 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 cute. Yeah, I have no idea. See, for me, I embarrassed my mom more than anything. So I guess my mom, her embarrassing stories she'd tell about me is like the time that I broke my foot. I hope she's <laughs> listening right now. The time that I broke my foot by dropping a box of Stampin' Up stamps on it. Y'all remember Stampin' Up? <laughs> MLM, I think. I don't remember. The OG. So... <laughs> Anyway, dropped a box of stamps on my foot. It hurt for like a week. And my mom at that point in time told me to suck it up and take some Advil because I had taken her to the doctor's office. I don't even know how many times before because I thought I'm broken. I'm broken. Never was I ever broken except for this time. They were all legit. This time I actually broke my foot. So then my mom felt terrible because she's like, yep, mom of the year award. That's (laughs) that's what I got. (laughs) And then my mom was working at the county attorney's office for a minute when I was, I don't know, probably 12 or 13 years old, and she was getting a new boss. She was getting a new county attorney, and uh, she introduced us, and she said, McCall, this is my boss. And for some, I don't know why reason, this guy had a cowboy hat on. For some reason, I thought, hit it. And I did. (laughs) And I went over, and I went... Bam! And I smacked his hat down, and my mom was like, Why did you do that? And I was like, Oh. Looking back, I still don't know why. I, I believe, just was like, uh, Impulse, go. Uh, call the void curiosity, everybody. It's yep. come full circle. Yep. Wow. I, I can't believe you got your mom fired. <laughs> no, she worked there for a long time. <laughs> maybe a longer, maybe not that long of a time. Maybe it's because I hit his hat. Yeah. Utah's VFX on social media. You can keep it anonymous. You send us a message. We won't read your name. No. <laughs> if you want to share the embarrassing stories either your mom did to you or you did to your mom. Whoops. Now, not to deter from moms because Mother's Day is coming up, but also a big factor, I think, in a young kid's life is the fact that this week was uh, Teacher Appreciation Week. Yes. And stop me if you would have guessed this, but the McCall Taylor <laughs> talked a lot no. in school. Yeah. Oh, we need to, oh, we need oh. to yeah. s- send some appreciation and thank yous to teachers, the both of us. Yeah. In about 10 minutes for the automation group debate at eight on VFX. I can't believe you hit his cowboy hat. I know. What better way to voice your appreciation and maybe sort of apologize than tell embarrassing stories or where you were a huge pain in the neck? Mother's Day, check. Teacher Appreciation Week, now for the automation group debate at eight on VFX. Stop me if you heard this. McCall talks a lot. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs>
<laughs> so when I was at when I was at the third grade, my teacher, uh, Mrs. Reader, she had to call my mom in for a parent-teacher conference. You know, they do this every once in a while. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I think not. I've heard of it. Parent-teacher conference happens. And my teacher was talking to my mom. Said, McCall is just lovely. She's vibrant. She's, you know, creative. Um, she was a great teacher. And she says she, she's got all these great concepts or great, great parts about her. Thing is, McCall is a social butterfly. So she was sitting next to her friends and... It was always loud over in this corner. So I had to move her. I moved her in with some of the more quiet kids, figured that would solve the problem. It didn't because then she just started talking with them. So now it was loud over there. So then I had to move her three or four different times because I have moved her so many times. And everywhere she goes, she just talks. (laughs) And she said, she's great at making friends. (laughs) <laughs> which I'm like, wow, way to look at the bright side. That's awesome. Yes, I am good at making friends. I could talk to a wall. I mean, that was, that was was to me, that was a textbook definition of a compliment sandwich. Yeah, I know. It was. <laughs> she's yeah. great. Make her stop talking, but she's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of teachers, so you were you were in choir, right? In, oh, yeah. In school. Uh-huh. So for those who weren't in music program, it's, it's pretty simple to get an A in those classes, right? You show up, you do the stuff, you don't miss any performances, you generally behave A, right? Yeah, and usually they have like some handwritten assignments just thrown in. At least here they did. Not not in mine. Oh, okay, Your, great. Your school's weird, whatever. But anyway, so right. I, my senior year, I was in jazz band. Can't miss A, right? We showed. I made all the performances. I was there from pretty much every class. I practiced all that. You know what grade I got both semesters in that class? A D? No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. A B. Oh. Would you like to know why I got a B? Did you talk too much? Way too much. Yeah, okay. I sat between my two best friends. What am I going to do? See, growing up, when I was in high school... And even before high school, I always was curious. I was like, I am never going to succeed at anything that I put my mind to because I can't succeed at school. I am so bad at school. I am terrible at getting my work done at whatever. And I always thought, well, career wise, I am screwed. Like I can't do anything. And uh, just had this epiphany just yesterday, really. I was like, ha, check this out. I've been destined to talk for my whole life. My mom's like, duh. I just want to throw in one more quick apology to the entire music department of the Lafayette Jeff High School, which was my high school. They're listening now. Yeah, because that jazz band class, also one day, uh, the teachers both left for a random reason. Oh, no. So we all hid. And then my hiding spot was super good. So I didn't get down the whole class. 90 minutes of class, I didn't get down. Oh, my gosh. And then in first edition practice one day, we decided to play freeze tag in the abandoned school as opposed to practice and found all the cool nooks and crannies where you could sleep. So that was awesome. In fact, like, uh-huh. sorry, Jake. just one more bit story. I got a million of them, but one more. There's this uh, campground that's 45 minutes away from my high school. It's called, uh, I think it's called Ross Camp. Mm-hmm. And Martin Luther King holiday every year, first edition choir, which is a show choir, uh, goes there. And the band and the choir learn the choreography, learn the music for the show for the competitive season. So we go. For band, it's pretty easy, though, because we don't have to memorize it. Mm-hmm. So it's you just kind of get it under your fingers and you're done. Well, the guy that was supposed to conduct us got stuck flying in, so he was late. So the first day we're there, we all get up and we go and eat breakfast and they're like, all right, band, uh, you know, whatever. Cause the choir, the, everyone's focused on the choir. Cause there's no, there's no, there's no direction there. Nobody's there to guide us. So we go and all sleep in the same room. So some, the, the head director comes in, he goes, wait a second. 
there are guys and girls in this room. And the, our bass guitarist sits up and goes, what are you talking about? He goes, go to the church and practice. He walks out. Literally, that second, our drummer turns around and goes, everybody get your pillows. We're going to the church. We're taking a nap. We're taking a nap. You would have could have walked in and seen the pews filled as the entire band had just stretched across. We're just taking a nap. Oh, my gosh. So I apologize. It's just the entire music department of my high school. They accept it. I don't think they do, but yeah, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> appreciation and embarrassment shared throughout the debate today with AJ and McCall. You know, for all this appreciation we've shared with teachers and now moms, I think both would be equally disappointed in your post office attire, McCall. I didn't want to talk about this. Well, tough, because oh. she is. Ah! All those great influences in your life, McCall, teachers, moms, etc., and you wore what to the post office? Stop! AJ McCall on VFX. It has been documented before that I don't like wearing sweatpants outside of my house. Nope. I know it's like the fashion thing now. Like people are doing it all the time. And I'm like, wow, that's great. But I was raised in an era where it was like, oh, wow, Jessica Simpson is a size six. Whatever will she do with her life? She's really let herself go. And it's like you put yourself together and you look good all the time. Right? Yes. I never wear sweatpants out of the house. Clearly, I, took, I was being sarcastic, by the way. I'm wearing athletic shorts again today. <laughs> I took one exception two days ago. I woke up with a migraine, and I had it all day long. I got home. I was working on stuff, and I was like, oh, shoot. I need to go to the, to the post office because there may be a check there that I need to go take to the bank tomorrow. I was already in my sweats because at this point in time, I felt like trash. And I thought, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. Nobody's going to know. I get to the post office in my sweatpants. And here comes a man in a suit. And I thought, yeah, I could run into traffic right now. Are you kidding me? Like, of all of the times I've been to the post office. Do you know how many times people come into the post office at the same time that I go to the post office? Four. Majority of the time, no. The answer is no. Because... If there is a car, one car at the post office, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. I'll go back later. What? Meet people at the post office? Pass. 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 Yeah. Let alone a guy in a suit. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? I think it's worth noting there was a day last week that I felt like absolute trash. Uh-huh. It's probably the day I didn't sleep well, to be honest right. with you. Right. <laughs> Weird. So reading Hey Arnold fan fiction. I thought about it. I was like, I'm just going to read sweats. Who cares? I'm going to go in. I'm going to get my stuff done. And I'm going to go home. I didn't even wear sweats that day. I know. Please don't make me feel bad about this. I feel like garbage about it. I literally got home and I, I sat down. And I said, Dustin, there was a guy at the post office in a suit. And he was like, okay. And I said, I, look at what I'm wearing. And he's like, oh, no. It's really a shame that you were trying to get a guy to pick you up. And I was like, no, no, no. Look, all I, I can say is, sweats. welcome to the real world. I said to you, condescendingly. How dare you? Doesn't rhyme, but it's kind of all the same. Thanks. I love that song. <laughs> Look, McCall, it's fine. You were human for once. Ugh. You were you were regular. I hate it. <laughs> Here's a question for you, and if you don't know the answer, good news. Nobody does. Imagine being asked in an interview, what would you do right now if you couldn't give away or sell an elephant, but you got one? Who thinks of this stuff? Me. You're right. The AJ McCall show would be yep. FX. Six minutes. I know you're used to AJ and McCall show coming up with weird things, normally for Would You Rather Wednesday, but we can't take any credit for this one. Right. And I don't know how you mentally hurdle this just 
freeze you in sight question. AJ McCall at VFX, but a woman's gone viral after she's asked this very simple question. On a job interview. Yeah. If you got an elephant and you couldn't sell it or give it away, what would you do? And compelled the answer. Shout out to Jim from Logan. He was immediately like, I know the answer. So, Jim, go ahead. If I had an elephant and couldn't get rid of it, I'd invest in a peanut farm immediately. Ooh. See, but wouldn't that be a bad idea? Because the peanut, the elephant, we'd eat all your profits. Or he could just uh, be the face of the advertising. Yeah. Exactly. Or no. Wait, no. Hold on. Fate, no. No, that's a bad business plan. The elephant's going to get into peanuts. And the face of the company doesn't matter if the elephant eats all the peanuts. Well, it's just, what are you going to pay him in? You can't pay him in dollars. You own him. You don't have to pay him in anything. You got to pay him in something. Come on, here, I appreciate your business, bud. Also, side note, do elephants really, like, eat a lot of peanuts? Like, like in real real life? Like, out in the wild? Is that a lie? We were told, do elephants think humans are cute? Is the first thing that comes up on Google. Elephants look at humans like we look at puppies, by the way. That's, like, a real-life thing. They they see humans, and they're like, oh, that's so cute. Okay, I love that. I don't know if they actually eat peanuts. What? don't eat them. That's dumb. It says right here, peanut-loving elephants are a myth. Did they ever ask the elephant? Why is that a thing, then? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really upset about it, though. I'm really upset. So back back to my back to our lovely question Shattering of news there. whether or not what you would do with this elephant. My answer is sorry, I no longer can take this job because I now must care for this elephant full time. I'm its mother now. I mean, I think they would appreciate that passion. Uh, I guess you can't give it away or sell it. Uh, you, I guess your choices are you got to use it uh, to commute, which I guess would Definitely. save you gas. Or yeah, you eat it. I don't know. What, oh what my are, gosh. What are really the other choices? Turns out there's an actual real answer quote-unquote which is you use the elephant and hire it out for events basically so that people can come and like use okay. it and i hate that answer i don't understand how that's still the answer because you still have to feed it you still have to house it i'm sure there's a permit somewhere you have to have there's no way you can be like ah, he's got an elephant yeah all right it just can't go that way on top of that uh how about this how about i use it to fix park narcs we'll use the vfx elephant and we'll go and shove cars into the correct spots. Okay. Dumbo, get him. <laughs> Pushes the right spot. Be like, here's Dumbo's correction for the day. And people get mad. And be like, well, you should have parked the wrong spot. It makes Dumbo angry. He'll step right on your car. <laughs> get smashed. It's a real thing. I don't know how you answer that. Uh, excuse me. Repeat the question. Uh, pass. There is no passing this. Uh, pass. Lifeline. Can I call someone? Literally anything I can do to not answer this question right now because I don't understand how this has to do anything with anything. I'm pretty sure that lady didn't have to handle elephants. I'm going to be 100 with you. Yeah, I don't think she's working in L.A. dealing with elephants. I don't think so. No. First week of Park Narcs brought to you by uh, McDonald's. So a chance to win not only a car wash but free food, which is ironic because I feel like more often than not, so we're talking about terrible parking, but more often than not we have stories for Florida, not at least. We're talking about people who go through drive through and do something stupid that gets the cops called. Correct. So this is like double reinforcement. Don't park wrong. Don't go through drive throughs drive throughs incorrectly. Please. AJ and McCall on VFX. Once again, nominee number one was, it's fine. I'm still here. Lines don't mean anything. No. Which is, if you're in a car, bet you didn't know this, you could park on a roof. You could stop in the middle of a street. Heck, you could drive into the mall if you want to. As long as you're still in the car, nobody can bust you for it. Because, hey, I'm still in the I'm car. I'm still here. I'm still here. It's always and- people's <laughs> excuse. Nominee number two, but I don't want to park on the lines. 
double parked and with their nose sticking out where everybody's trying to drive. It's pretty rude. It's a shame, shame, shame. It was a clean victory for nominee number one. Yes. Which, thank goodness, because I was a little bit concerned, I got to be honest with everybody, that uh, our very humble and very understanding Park Nark voters were going to be like, well, he's still in there. Right. So who knows how long he was sitting there. Thank goodness. So congratulations to Narker number one, the person who caught the photo to clean up parking in the valley because they get the Aquatech car wash and they get two free meals to McDonald's. <laughs> if you see any bad parking this weekend, do what is your job. Take a picture of it. Send it to our social media, Utah's VFX, because you could get entered in to win McDonald's and Aquatech. Also, remember, if you submit or vote during the week, there's a chance you could just win McDonald's for being part of Park Narks. That's right. So do it. That would also mean that you should probably find Utah's VFX across all social media, and I would suggest AJ and McCall as well. Yeah. Just an idea. What will the AJ and McCall show in individual parts share to become the whole of VFX's Facebook page? Because we like comment and share something we think is super funny, interesting, or inspiring. But it comes from you, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. Make sure you're friends with us on Facebook. McCall, I landed on my friend uh, Patrick. And it's a picture of a massive boat fire in a dock. Oh. And there's a guy sleeping on a boat with it in the background. It says, fire, the dino nuggets I put in the oven three hours ago. Dude sleeping on his boat. Me wondering what that smell is. Oh, no. That cracks me up. My bagel bites. My bagel bagel bites. I landed on uh, Jen Sincero, who's one of my favorite authors. She posted a quote from Mike Murdoch. It says, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. I thought you said Diggly. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That Diggly routine is going to get you somewhere. You can so win. So confused with what that is. <laughs> Never waste Dino Nuggets. No. Um, while the weather is okay today, it does look like it's getting gray outside. Enjoy it because it's going to be a little cool this weekend. Yes, it I gotta is. I got to tell you, I've been out walking the last couple of days. It's been so nice. Yeah. But of course, Utah weather's like, hey, you like that? You like that? Oh, almost. Oh, no. Pulls it back. Oh. <sighs> AJ and McCall, that's A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, especially Instagram. And then uh, make sure you get Park Dark nominees in because could win you some free meals at McDonald's and uh, voting could as well. Yep. So Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow us. You can send your terrible parking that you catch safely there. Any words of wisdom, McCall, for the peoples we had into the weekend? Hey, Mother's Day's on Sunday. Don't freaking forget it. I still haven't got a presidential thing. It's okay, man. Okay, just making sure. It's fine. Ah, oh, the mail system is so slow. Sorry, don't this, be there. No, the stores are just going to be popping. Oh, boy. Tell Monday for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do in Happy Mother's Day. And thanks for listening to VFX.